Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. That's the problem, is it? Yeah, it everything is. also need money. It, it is the problem, right? Money, money, money. That's often the, the cry out from most of us. And I guess it's not just related to individuals. It, it is true. Uh, timely uh, part of the year to be talking about money as well. Uh, but today we are going to be talking about money. And this is in the context of local sport and why it needs money. Uh, we're looking at some sports in particular today. Yeah, we are going to focus particularly on powerlifting and chokeball. And I think we are having this conversation because in last week's budget 2024, it was uh, discussed that more money will be pumped in for the sports in order to grow the Team Singapore Fund. So it's looking optimistic for these sports. I'm trying to find out if the associations and the athletes feel that way as well. Okay, so uh, we're going to hear from one particular athlete uh, when it comes to funding and and why there's a need for financial support. Uh, this is someone we've spoken to quite recently, Farhana Farid. Have a listen. I am personally grateful to have powerlifting mentioned during the budget speech a few days ago. It's good to finally be part of the conversation. It wasn't too long ago that our sport was banned in certain gyms, let alone recognised for the good it brings. I believe this puts us on a good trajectory towards making powerlifting a more accessible sport to the masses, harvesting our talent pool and reaching even greater heights. The One Team Singapore Fund, I think, will be most beneficial and supporting key areas which we have been working on, such as coaching development, improvement of training environment, strengthening management capabilities, as well as enhancing competition opportunities for our athletes. While we are many, many steps away from potentially enjoying such funds, I am hopeful and I believe we are making steps in the right direction. I reckon this will be yet another exciting chapter for Powerlifting Singapore. Fahana Farid speaking to us there. Um, would be correct to call her an, a record-breaking powerlifter? Yes, it is. She continues to break records. And this, like she says, is despite being hamstrung, I dare say, by the lack of funding. But she's hopeful. And I think as fans, we are hopeful as well. And powerlifting is not the only sport looking to gain on this. Uh, Chukball is another one. And we welcome back a good friend of ours, uh, someone we spoke to recently to try and understand the sport. Uh, of course, uh, he is the Chukball Association of Singapore President, Delane Lim. Delane, uh, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. Uh, thanks for having me. Delane, we are excited to have you, especially for the purpose of this conversation. Now, the last time we spoke to you, the women's team had won an award and they were donating what they want back to the association. And then there's this news that more funding is going to be made available. What's your initial reaction to that news? Well, we are actually encouraged by the announcement because funding remains one of the biggest challenges for emerging sports like us. So we're definitely very grateful for this great news and we want to thank DPM and Sports Minister Edwin Tong for his support of emerging sports. In fact, I spoke to some of our players uh, over the weekend. Uh, the players, the parents, they are, they are really grateful that now they can focus on representing Singapore rather have to always have to consider about self-funding or raising funds to make their dream come true. Dylan, why is it always a problem to get money? Uh, and and I'm, I'm not speaking in the context of government because uh, when I look at you know news articles or I speak to people like yourself, it's always, are oh, we waiting for government support? But why can't the private sector come in and help out? Is there not big enough a value proposition for them? I think funding is a significant challenge for newer sports like, like Chukbor or whether is it uh, powerlifting. So securing financial support from donors and, and uh, sponsors can be a, quite a challenging task, especially when we are also competing with other established sports for limited resources. 
So therefore, when uh, when the budget announced in 2024 on a crucial boost for the emerging sports, uh, I think what what we what we are now doing is to really look at our donor base, our sponsor base, mm. to get them on board, uh, and by forging this partnership, we can then th- therefore further tap on their own network and resources to garner support for our initiative, especially uh, one of the key focus that we are looking at is the post-playing careers for our athletes. Now, as far as Chinese New Yang Pao's go, I think, Delane, you're quite excited by this one handed out by DPM. How's the money going to spend, apart from what you just mentioned there, post, uh, post-career uh, challenges? Well, we are looking at uh, expanding the grassroots initiative hmm. as part of our high-performance structure. Uh, we are we are also looking at investing uh, in scouting talent identification. We are also developing some development programs. And one of the key things that we are also looking at is to design a support program uh, for the direct school admission. Because oh. right now, we have about five, five schools that has direct school admission via football. Uh, that is actually one of the key components for our high-performance pipeline. So we are uh, looking at how we can um, allocate resources to establish a sustainable coaching team where our coaches will also receive some basic allowances while coaching the national and the youth team. Now, Delane, the framework for the future certainly sounds exciting, but as president, perhaps come clean with me and say, do you feel more pressure now that money is being pumped into the sport? Is there pressure to deliver results? I mean, obviously, there will be some pressure. I mean, if you look at in the past where we have no resources uh, mm. and the women's team managed to get world number one and the men's team is... is uh, is ranked world, world, world number three. Now we've added boost. There's certain expectation from the public. There's certain expectation from the stakeholders that because of more funding and therefore uh, your results should be sustaining or become better. But it, it but it doesn't work that way. I mean, I need to be upfront. I mean, anything can happen in yeah. any competition. You yeah. see. So so what? But but at the end of the day, what we want to do is we want to ensure that we are a good custodian of the resources and to and to really invest in our athletes and our systems. I think that's not a problem, you know, showing that you guys are good custodians. And I think if anyone's willing to invest in sport, they should understand that anything can happen. Although, Dylan, this is this is a personal curious question and, and you're in the yep. best position to answer as, as a president, <laughs> right? Uh, how, how do these investors measure, for lack of a better choice of words, KPI or investment on returns? How do they... How do they end up, you say, one year later feeling, oh, yeah, my investment was worth it because I got, I, I mean, what returns are they expecting? I think we don't really sell them, uh, we, we don't really sell them the return of investment, but okay. we really sell them a vision and 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 a narrative of our athletes. Okay. I think the, I, I, I think the, the, the people or the companies that we have chosen, uh, we are quite targeted right. and intentional. We are really looking at Singapore brands. Mm-hmm. So we are really looking at the different Singapore brands, different merchants coming together uh, as ecosystem. I mean, I could have asked uh, big, big sports brand or yeah. big, big, big AMCs, yeah. but if I get one big AMCs, it's only just one brand. But yeah. I think the idea that we have is really to create a kampong of supporters. Mm. Uh, if, if regardless the size of the business, you can contribute to the success of our sports. Okay, okay. I, I, I see the, the, the tactic that you're going for here. I, I would assume that this is one way to go around how there are some investors or big brands who would expect returns other than nice feelings. Since it's a local brand that you go after, it's a bit of pride then. Yeah, correct. And and, and when we hear uh, the the merchants and when we hear the, the Singapore local brands, when, when, they, when we 
succeed, they also celebrate with us. Okay. And I think that that spirit that we want, I think it's one thing Singapore is not just about the athletes, but it's also about the whole ecosystem of supporters uh, that, that, that we have built to sustain not just the performance, but also to sustain the sports development. Okay. Wow, that's, I like that kampong spirit and rallying call almost, right? Delane, thank you for sharing that. I'm just curious to find out since we have you on the line, what's in store for the Chukbol team in 2024? So in 2024, the, the team will, is now busy training for Asia-Pacific uh, Chukbol Championship that will be in Hong Kong and also the Asia-Pacific Chukbol Championship for the youth category in Malaysia. So that will take place in Ju- July. Uh, and at the end of the year, we will also have the Asia-Pacific Uni Games. Okay. Yeah. So all of these that we're talking about, you know, with regards to funding, uh, with uh, re- even with regard to, to, you know, the One Team Singapore Fund, it's very in line with the whole Forward SG initiative uh, that uh, our Deputy Prime Minister has been talking about. Tell me a little bit about how you plan post-careers for these trickball athletes. Does sport need its own version of Skills Future? Um, what what we are what we are developing is uh, uh, after athletic life program to assist retiring or those of them who, who plan to retire as athletes to explore career opportunity within the sector of sports. Mm, okay. And this initiative aims to you know look at uh, aspiring football coaches or even technical officials as they transit into their post uh, post athletic careers. So one of the key things that we we are also struggling is also trying to professionalize the technical official sector because unlike a lot of other sports they uh when you have like football referees or you have uh, badminton empires mm. they are paid quite professionally reasonable but for us we are probably paying you know, less than 30 percent of what the market is paying so what we are trying to do is really to create the market and while we create the market when there's demand and and, and supply then we can start to pay our technical officials our referees and coaches at a at a market rate Mm, interesting. Now, Delane, you've spoken about stakeholders, you've spoken about the athletes, the current athletes, and then you mentioned there the DSA, so parents are certainly involved. Have you spoken to any parents in terms of, is there an uplift in terms of hopes now that funding is made available? Well, I think there are expectations of parents. Mm. We, we, we have always said that while there's funding available, we still believe in the whole idea of our co-funding. So we will still expect our athletes to to uh, co-fund some of their, some of their expenditure. Uh, well, one of the wish lists that a lot of parents are having is whether football will be uh, national school games. And that's mm-hmm. something that we are looking into it with MOE. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when, when, when it's ready, then uh, we will see how we can uh, even accept the parents further that, you know, uh, football uh, can be part of the national school games. And eventually, one of the key things is also lobbying into the major games. Okay, what what does it take to get Chukball a part of the national school games? Because I'm thinking once you get there, you get an increase in so-called viewership or audience ship, and that will definitely propel the sport. Well, I think there are certain uh, guidelines of running the national school games. Because I think that that's not really my my area that sure. I can that I can share about. But what we are hoping that whatever requirement that is required to run NSG, uh, we hope that we'll be able to fulfill it um, by running a local national school games. But right now, um, what we're having this year, we are going to have the Active XG Cup and ah, football, mm, okay. uh, which, which, is, which we also invite the inter-schools, uh, different age range to come to compete. So this would be one of our um, highlights for this year. And this year, we are also looking at uh, increasing the number of inter-club competitions 
locally and allowing some of the interclub to represent Singapore overseas. Wow, certainly sounds exciting. The future, we wish you all the best. We've been speaking to Chukwal Association of Singapore President Delane Lim. Thank you. Sports minutes on Money FM eighty nine point three.